0: This week on Jesus Center Stage, how we treat others matters, not only to us, but it really matters to God.
1: Well, it keeps moving. It's like it needs to be tightened or something.
0: Okay. So you're telling me that you just put your stuff in somebody else's cart and just what?
1: I walked What's away with it. I walked away I I put my stuff in their cart and like took their cart. You don't have
0: to start the story at the beginning.
1: Okay, so I'm shopping in Walmart, okay? And I'm in the produce section and I leave my cart to go grab I believe it was bananas and grape tomatoes. It was two things. Anyways, I put them in this cart and I proceed To take my little cart and go to the next aisle, I left the produce section, okay, and went to the first aisle, which is like the candy, it has candy and stuff, and I went into the aisle. I had my earbuds in.
0: How far away from your buggy was you?
1: Not very far.
0: Okay. That sounded like a long way. You left the produce and went all the way to the first aisle.
1: Yeah, with the cart! Oh, I put this stuff cart. in the cart and took the cart away from the produce section.
0: Okay. But it wasn't to your the cart.
1: But I didn't know that.
0: <laughs> Was there somebody else there?
1: Yes. Okay, so d- let me tell this story, okay? So I have my earbuds in and I'm just shopping, right? And I'm not I just put my stuff in the cart and I'm going. And then all of a sudden, like this guy's like, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, Yes. He's like that's my cheese you took my cart and I was like oh that is his cheese but that's my bananas in there so I like grabbed my bananas and my tomatoes and just took off I was so embarrassed you know what the worst part about the whole thing was I already had stuff in my cart like in the child seat where his cheese was
0: uh-huh.
1: I had stuff in my cart and one of those things in my cart was a bouquet of flowers how I put something in a cart that did not have a bouquet of flowers.
0: So, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know. So, you, how far away did you get from your cart when you went to get the bananas? That's, I'm, I'm having trouble understanding. How did you go to the wrong cart?
1: Because he also abandoned his cart. Okay. And I put stuff in it and like turned around to get to do something else and then came back and took the cart that I had just put stuff in.
0: See, when I'm and shopping... Live, Seldom am I far enough away from my cart that I can't like almost touch it. Like, if I want bananas, oh, I push my honey, cart to the banana That's because
1: you're not a shopper.
0: uh I'm the one not the I one abandoned who pushes my cart other people's buggies around. So, who's that, the shopper?
1: I've done this since 2020 and I've never taken somebody else's cart. Okay. I've never, never done it. I've never done it until oh. today. Uh, yesterday happened yesterday. So,
0: you, you. You've not never done it
1: then. I've only done it (laughs) once since since August of 2020, since July of 2020, if we're Mm going to get technical. I have not taken somebody else's cart, okay? Okay. I've almost put my stuff in somebody else, but I've never done that before until this week. Anyways, it was super embarrassing.
0: Mm. So you give it back to him and he just continued on shopping?
1: Yes. I was like, "I am so sorry, I'm so sorry," and then there was another lady in the in the aisle, like that was watching all this happen. And she's like, "I've done that before." And I'm like, "Thank you for trying to make me feel better." I'm you pretty think- sure you've never done yeah. that
0: before,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she was so sweet to try to make me feel better. <laughs> Anyways, it was, it was super embarrassing because <laughs> so I just took off with his cheese,
0: <laughs> and he wanted it back. Apparently. Yes,
1: he did. He wanted his cheese back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That sounds like something from <laughs> Impractical Jokers or something. Uh, uh, oh, it's so bad. Shopping cart That's stuff.
1: I just saw, uh, I don't know, did I see it? I saw something, like I read something about if you or no, I heard it like on a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. If you if you try to, uh, if you want to go grocery shopping, but you don't want to spend the time to grocery shop, mm-hmm. you just go in and find somebody whose cart is like already completely full of groceries and just take their cart and like mm. you're not stealing it because like what are they, it was a comedian because what are they gonna say like I gathered that <laughs> like well, they haven't point. paid for it so you're not stealing it you just take their cart and go to the register and buy their groceries you're, and
0: you're such a bully I
1: I did not come up with this idea <laughs> I heard it okay I would never do you it, you except it except
0: com- you on actually accident put it in practice is I what didn't you did. mean <laughs> to
1: I did not mean to. <laughs> i did not mean to Uh it was an accident
0: well y'all pay
1: attention to your carts okay like if you are like me and you see too many people in the way and so you like abandon your cart and like rush to get something and come back to your cart just like triple check before you walk Mm -hmm. (laughs) walk off with your cart
0: well oddly enough (laughs) this this will lead us right into uh today's podcast topic because um by stealing that man's cart, you wasn't treating him very nicely. I
1: did not need to. St- <laughs> oh, my goodness. I should have never told you this. I should have never told you this happened.
0: And uh,
1: It was an accident.
0: Yeah. Okay. We're going to roll with that and talk about how we treat people. And the not only the the effects of how we treat people here, like between us and these other people, but also how God views that and what's that he
1: takes it personally
0: yeah and and i really think um when it comes to our treatment of people we we can um, i know you've got a verse or two over there and and so do i but this just came to me we could sum up everything about that if we just went to galatians uh 5 and 23
1: 23
0: and looked at the fruits of the spirit and we're being patient and we're being kind and we're being full of love and kindness and mm-hmm. we got those things. So the the way that we treat other people, um, I think not only as ambassadors of Christ, uh, shows where our heart is and, and where our thoughts are and where our mind. The Bible says that we're supposed to have that mind of Christ. It shows where our mind's at. But also... Um, the way that that God looks at us and how it affects him I, I is that is that a proper way to say that I guess I think how so. it affects I, him like when whether, we're less than kind
1: yeah whether or not he approves of us whether or not he's pleased mm-hmm. not that he's gonna discard us or anything like that but whether or not we are pleasing to him yeah whether or not we are bringing joy to him at that moment and so the we're we're still doing the uh, chronological Bible plan. We haven't mentioned it in a while, but we're still we're still in there. We're still hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are in Proverbs right now. Um, and the other day, this verse caught my attention as Proverbs fourteen verse thirty one. It says, "He who oppresses the poor taunts his Maker, but he who is gracious to the needy honors him." And it caught my attention because both of those things as the way that we treat other people, God takes it personally. Because the way we treat someone, either we are mocking God, taunting him, tempting him, making fun of him, Mm -hmm. or we are honoring him. So the way that we treat people, God takes that personally. And I don't know that I've ever thought of it in that context, that how I treat people, I know the... That we're supposed to treat others as we would like to be treated. And we're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. And, you know, I know those concepts, but I've never, I, I don't think I've ever thought about it. That the way that I treat a person is directly related to how I'm treating God. Like, And God takes it personally, what I say to someone else. Yeah. So if I'm talking to someone and I'm saying something that I wouldn't say to God... I need to change my vocabulary and change my language and change my tone Mm -hmm. because I am, he's taking it personally, how I'm treating that person, how I'm talking to that person, because we're made in the image of God and he doesn't show partiality and he doesn't treat us differently. And when we do that, he, he literally like it hurts his feelings. He takes it personally as if we were doing it to him. And there's the, um, the verses in Matthew that Jesus is saying, you know, if I was naked and you didn't give me clothes and I was hungry and you didn't feed me, and they're like, when, when did we not help you? And his answer is, when you didn't help the least of these. Yeah. And those, those are like actions of, of opportunities that we have to help someone else. And to be neighborly to someone else, to be to show kindness, to like physically show kindness to someone else. And when we don't take them, we're saying, "I'm not doing that for you, God. I'm not like I've, yeah. I'm too busy. I'm too full of myself to do that for God." And He takes that personally.
0: Yeah. Well, think think about this. We're as believers, we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. We're supposed to be. Uh, ambassadors to him we're supposed to act like him, him and imitate him in, in our actions and through sanctification become more and more like him so now if that's the case we, we need to look at at people around us that we have an opportunity to engage in and then maybe ask that question would, would Jesus be kind to this person or would jesus help this person or would jesus encourage take time yeah would he take time for this person and oftentimes our quick thought is i don't have time i don't want to be kind Mm -hmm. i don't want to encourage too much trouble Uh, not only that but sometimes they're just maybe if it's somebody we know then they're not they've overused our kindness they're not high up on our list or uh and if it's someone we don't know, maybe they don't look like um, what we're wanting them to look like. Mm-hmm. Like y- you, you might see someone uh, walking towards you, uh, you know, downtown. And in your mind already, you know, they're coming to ask you for something, money, food, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. And I mean, you mentioned this the other day, that how you wish you knew if what someone was asking was a legitimate need. Yeah. Because truth is also uh, there's there's con people out there, men and women. And sometimes in those situations we don't know. And, you know, I, I've heard people say, Well it doesn't matter. You give them money and what they do with it is is on them. You did your part. And I, I see that point of view, but at the same time when you have like high what? suspicion that they're they're lying, they're gonna use the money for things other than what they said they're gonna use it for, and they have means just like you know, someone else does, but they choose to come and try to manipulate you. What? It it changes the way we approach things. Um, and and I just I, I went off on that rabbit trail there because I know that's something I hear a lot of people say was while I was pumping my gas somebody came up and I I, you know they said they was hungry so I said you know let's go in and I'll get you something to eat but they didn't want to yeah. and I hear those kind of stories so I think it can interfere with the way we treat people and being Christ like um, but I think I think we just got to pray for discernment in that situation that,
1: and I think too we need to be careful that we don't throw money at someone because we feel like it's too much trouble to find out what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that I think that's very easy for us to do to to drop that dollar or drop that $5 or $10 or whatever and feel good about ourselves. Yeah. When we should have been sharing the gospel. We should have had mm-hmm. the silver and gold have I none but such as I have I give to you. Yeah in the name of Jesus when we should when that opportunity may have been more for us to share the gospel than for us to pay for their next pack of cigarettes or their next drug high mm-hmm. and we, we don't know those we don't know that that might be what they're doing with them but we have to be careful not to just stop with the money yeah if 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 we have the means and we have the opportunity to give I'm not saying we shouldn't give by any means I'm not saying that at all but we have to be careful that when that we don't just give them money as a way to make ourselves feel better.
0: Yeah, that's what I was when, just fixing to when say. When our
1: opportunity was not to make ourselves feel better, but to share the gospel with a soul that is lost.
0: Yeah. And I think that's I think it's something that that's easy to fall into. It's very easy because
1: it we're I, always in a hurry. We have yeah. so much to do. We so have ins- so much going instead on
0: instead of taking time. Exactly. We throw a couple dollars, mm-hmm. and then we walk away feeling good about ourselves. Yeah, cause uh, because we helped somebody. That. Yeah. yeah. But really, did we help somebody, or did we just, you know, just pacify the moment at yeah. that time? and Or did we do it for them, or did we do it for us? Because now we feel like we've done yeah. some helping. I do think— I think that's easy to, to fall into. It
1: is. I do think what you said a while ago, though, about if someone asks you for money because they're hungry, and you offer them food— and they refuse. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, I, I've done that. I had an encounter with a lady in the, in the parking lot of a grocery store. And she's like, I'm so hungry. I just need food. And I'm like, I don't have cash on me. But I'll be glad to walk in this store with you and get food. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I don't want to walk across the parking lot. Yeah. Well... I mean, if you're hungry and somebody just offered to get you food, pretty sure you're gonna walk across the parking lot. Yeah. So like sometimes that becomes obvious in in situations. But it's also those even even to get to that place you have to take time to have a conversation
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to show concern and to show compassion. And so many times I feel like we just get in a hurry. Yeah. And yeah, it's easier just to roll your window down and hold your hand out and drop as you're pulling away than it is to, to stop and engage and say, you know, what's going on in your life? Do you know Jesus? How can I help you? Where, you know, where does your rent need to be paid? Where, you know, where, what's going on and how can I help you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's just one one direction there that I really hadn't even thought about here tonight but back let's go back a little bit though just to general just just as how we treat people i mean this is jesus center stage how how we live each and every day with jesus at the center which means the people that we encounter at work the people we encounter at church the the, the people we encounter in you know at the store wherever it might be that that the way that we treat someone with kindness or with love it's what pleases God mm-hmm. and in that too often I think sometimes because of busyness I don't think I mean I don't consider myself to be a hateful person but there's times that that because I'm in the hurry I'm, I'm in and out trying to do mm-hmm. something that I'm probably not as friendly as I could be or you know those kinds of things but I I do think that it affects us. Um, I was looking at the scripture in Matthew chapter 10, uh, verse 42, and there Jesus says, And whoever in the name of a disciple gives to one of these little ones even a cup of cold water to drink, truly I say to you, he shall not lose his reward. And, you know, I just think that's, I I know this is, you know, maybe a little bit out of the the full context of what we're talking about here. But Jesus is, is saying here that if you take time to just bring this person, the man of God, the, the uh, he's talking about prophets in the, in the verses prior to this, but bring him a cup of water, mm-hmm. then you have done something that, kind to him. That you God
1: have, has taken notice of. Yeah. I, I feel like that's what you said. It's not in the context, but I think it is because he's saying this, this act of kindness however small it may be Mm -hmm. god it's something that god takes notice of and to me like i in in my head i'm like comparing it to that there's not a sparrow that falls that god does not take notice of yeah there's not a time when you treat someone with kindness that god overlooks yeah like he notices because that's like you're doing it to him
0: yeah did you have did you have some verses in in james
1: Yes, in James chapter 2 is where James writes about uh, showing partiality, and I'm not going to read it all, but...
0: Okay, that, before you go there, I don't think this, I just, I just had a thought of a verse, and I thought it was in James, but I might be wrong, excuse me, but that, where the Bible talks about if you see a brother in need, but you just tell him you're going to pray for him.
1: I'm pretty sure that's in James, it's in the faith and works. I was thinking it was,
0: I didn't know if that's where you was Uh going.
1: No, that's not where I was going, but it's in the same chapter. That's in verse uh, 15. If a brother or sister is without adequate clothing and lacks enough food for each day, and one of you says to him, go in peace with my blessing, keep warm and feed yourselves, but he does not give him the necessities for the body, what good does that do?
0: Yeah, And, and I think, like, you know, go back to the cup of cold water, such a small thing, but how many times are we guilty of someone coming with with a need with something weighing on their heart and we're in you know too many times I think this gets just automatically um, categorized as financial mm-hmm. but but what about when that person comes with the need of um, you know they're struggling with depression or their their
1: or rejection yeah
0: their their kids are um, you know have run off the rails and they're mm-hmm. worried and and they're sleepless in are and and we just say well I'll I'll pray for you yeah and then hang up the phone or or move on to the next conversation yeah, because they
1: don't have time yeah I'm busy I got my own stuff to you know we're, we're so we're so self-centered mm-hmm. and that's why I think this this verse caught me in this concept caught me caught my attention because it takes it for me it takes it like it challenges me and it takes it to a whole new level yeah. and it convicts me for those moments when I'm like I don't want to deal with this I ain't got time for this like I ha- I'm just being honest I have those thoughts yeah of like I got I got stuff to do I got places to go I got to keep up with all this and it convicts me to think I wouldn't like if Jesus was there I would never do that but yet I do it to other people and that's essentially doing it to him and he
0: is there and
1: he is (laughs) there and and so like what like what am I doing like that convicts me to to think of it in that in that light of Mm -hmm. the thoughts that I think towards somebody else the the tone of voice that I use the expression on my face when I'm talking to them the the way that I listen or not listen or act like I'm listening, but I'm really not listening. Like all of those things, I'm like, is that how I would literally treat Jesus? Because that's literally how I'm treating him right now. Yeah. And that like, that convicts me. And just, just that idea that he's taking it personally. Mm -hmm. He's taking it like I'm personally treating him that way of how I treat people. And that just like that, that has really convicted me and challenged me because it, it's something I, I see a need for growth in my life. That this is not just a person that I know or a person that I don't know, but this is an opportunity to show kindness to Jesus. And he exactly. is the savior of my soul and he has rescued me and he has shown me such grace and mercy every single day. And I don't have time to be kind to him mm-hmm. in return. Yeah. Like, what, what what am I doing? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean ultimately that's that sums it up is that by being kind to others we're being kind to him. We're being kind to someone that he gave his life for. Whether or not they're believers or not, exactly. he, he gave his life for for them so that they would have the opportunity
1: And they are made in his and, image. Yeah
0: so you know when we look at it in that way that that we're being kind to someone that he also died for. Um, I just thought, or, or I should say we're being rude or standoffish towards someone that he just gave his life. That should be what convicts mm-hmm.
1: us. I just saw something. Um, one of our one of the ladies we go to church with shared this on Facebook earlier. And it was a it was a quote that said it costs zero dollars to be kind and mm-hmm. let someone know you love them or something like it was something about that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, that is so true. Like you said, a lot of times we think financial and we might be like, well, I don't really have that to give. Mm -hmm. But you have time, you have effort, you have encouragement. It costs zero dollars to do that. It It costs zero dollars to encourage someone. It it costs zero dollars to hug someone. It costs zero dollars to pray for someone and and to invest time in someone. Sometimes people just need to know that they're not alone. That someone's in their corner, that someone's on their side, that someone's praying for them, believing in them, some someone's cheering them on. Uh-huh. Sometimes people just need a cheerleader, and all of those things cost zero dollars. Yeah, and and, it's, and a lot of
0: times people, it's not spiritual always. I think uh, there's there's been times in my life when I was really, you know, struggling with something, had a lot on my mind, and and was was kind of you know fighting those battles that just a random conversation with someone about the football game uh-huh. or the fishing trip something along those lines that that was a 10 minute conversation and we we laughed and and it took my mind away from right. those kind of thing and so there was, it was don't have to be spiritual but it was somebody being brotherly uh-huh. or sisterly or however you know and and being kind that that changes things and and that's something that I should and you should and we should all strive to do each and yeah. every day is is to be, I mean, like I said, I think too often we put ourselves in a box and say, okay, I've got to get three Bible verses in my head, and I got to have some kind of opening. We line. make it so yeah. difficult. instead of just walking up and saying, "Hey, did you go fishing last week? Well, I did. Let me tell you about this. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you've had an enjoyable conversation and by all means if there's an opportunity there to turn it spiritual then then take it but if not just be be kind be a friend
1: the verses i was originally headed for in james chapter two were the ones about partiality when he's like when the when the guy comes into church or to your family reunion or your high school reunion or your workplace and he's all he's dressed to the nines he's got everything Mm -hmm. you know fancy italian suit you know he's got everything going on and you prefer him you make sure he is served you make sure he has the best seat in the house you make sure that he has access to whatever he wants to have access you just, you you cater to him but then someone else comes in the same event at the same time and they're not kept and their hair is stringy and they kind of smell bad that's my worst one, by the way. Mm-hmm. And they their clothes don't match, and we're like, Ugh, go here. You, and we kind of guide them to the back corner, or maybe not even speak to them at all. If we're being honest, yeah. And we kind of avoid interaction with them, but we're we're fawning over this other guy. And so many times we're like that. We're mm-hmm. like that. We have. Our, our vocabulary changes, our level of respect in our t- in, a, in the tone of voice changes depending on what we think this person in front of us deserves. Yeah. And and that's so like so wrong on so many reasons. But when you add to that. This is how I'm treating God. Mm-hmm. He's taking it personally how what level of respect i have for this person standing in front of me and i'm just basing it on the outside you yeah. know like i'm like god's taking that personally and in in james 2 you can go read it for yourself james 2 he he talks about not doing that because god does not show partiality he he is not a respecter of persons i think there's a there's another verse somewhere that says he's not a respecter of persons it's not there's a, there's like there's two places i say that <laughs> okay. that he does not show partiality or he's not a respecter of persons yeah um but I, I don't know this is just really like it's checked me this week to to have that mindset of the conversation that i'm about to have would i have this with jesus the tone of voice that i'm about to use would i use that tone of voice with jesus and if it's anything less than respectful honoring gentle loving kind then the answer would be no we would never treat Jesus like that right. we would never walk up to the nail scarred hands and act like we do with people every mm-hmm. single day
0: just don't have time
1: we would never yeah. do that
0: to, just to sum it up as we get ready to close is that we're simply called to love one another mm-hmm. and by doing so it comes out in many, many ways. Um,
1: by this, you will. By this, they will know that you are my disciples. If yes. you have love one for another,
0: exactly. So, I mean, I believe that will be our encouragement to each other, and to everybody that's listening. Is um, is just love each other, be kind, respectful to one another, be truthful with one another.
1: It um, matters.
0: It, it matters, and you know, sometimes we're not truthful. Um, when it comes to the gospel because we we worry about offending someone or we know they think different and i think anything when presented with genuine love in it and truth um always it always prevails in the end one way or the other god god sees to that so um but yeah just love one another that's going to be the the way we're going to close this show so keep Jesus center stage in your life and love each other.